Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. going on everybody uh welcome to the draft best ball championship show here on roto grinders i am Britt divine uh we've got quite the grouping here this morning we've got uh, eric crane we've got jsu we got grant here uh boys the draft best ball championship uh it's a big tournament three and a half million dollars the first only 25 dollar entry we're gonna live draft one here we're gonna give some advice as well i've been playing uh i think i'm up to like 120 actual best balls done so far not in the championships uh but i love these things and uh, uh crane i'm gonna start with you uh, i think this is gonna be a pretty fun show i haven't been on a show with you in a long time my friend we talk a lot in our, in our little special secret chat but uh not on air too much yeah you know it's great i i feel like i've kind of reached the point where you can't fire me anymore Yes. Is that, that feels great. God, that feels good. Because <laughs> you were trying to can me when I first started every freaking show I did. You'd just be in the chat, fired, fired, uh, fired. And it was, um, honestly, all, it was heartbreaking. All, all in jest, Crane. Oh, yeah, sure it was. Uh, <laughs> sure it was as he mutes my microphone and move on. But yeah, you know, we're doing some drafts today. Going to be good time. Um, I've got, with, with the draft is about to start, I've got the third yeah. pick. So I'm feeling good. Uh, Grant, what's up, my man? I'm just looking at my draft rankings, and I still have Antonio Brown number one, Josh Allen number two. From Grant is paying the rate, boys. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm changing. I'm changing. That happened to be from the night where Antonio Brown got sent to the Buffaloes for a good 25 minutes. Yeah, I'm like, all right. I almost got my Antonio Brown jersey. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, John? I told you guys to put that on mute. We can't. Yeah, that was that was mine. That was like the one thing he told us to do. (laughs) That was me. What's up, John? Oh, not much. Just ready to, ready to draft the winner right here. Yeah, we're uh, we got the the drafts going on. Uh, it's starting right now, so we all put in twenty five bucks. Uh, this is the draft best ball championship. I'll try to explain it to you guys if you haven't played yet, and then I'll give you uh, kind of a bonus code. Won't get you into the championship. I can help you out uh, getting started on drafts. So what it is is 
this league right here is a 12-man league. Now, there's a bajillion other 12-man leagues. And if you win this one in weeks 1 through 12, weeks 13 through 16 kind of turn turn into the playoffs, what they call it, where the prizes start really jumping up uh, pretty quickly. And you get grouped into, I believe, uh, groups of 24 and the top three from each of those playoff weeks advance. So you need a good team to win the first 12 weeks, kind of uses best ball. And then in the playoffs, you still have to have a really good team uh, to get to the final. So there's some different strategies we'll talk about uh, coming up here. But Crane, I see you already picked here first. And uh, I got to say, you, you gifted Grant uh, Zeke in the fourth spot here. So uh, what's, honestly, what's, what's, I mean, honestly, man, I feel like any four of those guys, I'm fine with. Seriously, like I have no problem whatsoever with Zeke, Kamara, um, you know, McCaffrey and uh Saquon are the first two guys for me that I'm looking at but honestly man flip a coin with Zeke and Kamara I don't think it's quite as clear-cut as you do apparently but um yeah okay uh Grant did you think you got gifted Zeke there look I didn't care who I got in the fourth spot I that's the perfect spot to draft from you take whoever of those four is available honestly there's not a drastic difference I'd rather take Saquon but the difference between Saquon and Zeke realistically is not that much you're better off getting the fourth to last pick in the second round, then you are the last pick in the second round and one of those other different ones. The upgrade yeah, is massive. I, uh, by the way, I think that the fifth pick is just as good. Honestly, I, and I, that might be a contrarian take, but I think David Johnson belongs in that top five. He's yeah. very clearly the fifth guy, obviously, if you're looking at the big four. But fourth or fifth, the fifth those are the two best picks to have um, in this format. Yeah, the earlier the picks you get, I think your teams look really – uh, yes. look a lot better uh towards the end of it too i've done a bunch of these where i've noticed that so you and grant get to snipe each other the whole draft me and john get to snipe each other on the other end here so uh john who are you gonna take away from me here uh well you know i have between juju dalvin cook and nick chubb right now and you I better love, choose the right guy i love juju but my man nick chubb is the guy i'm looking at right here I took Julio wow. in first. I'm hey, somebody's first. paying the rake. <laughs> somebody's paying the rake. Well, I'll, I'll let you take Gurley. How about that, Crane? When it gets to you, you can take. Oh uh, man, yeah, I don't Crane, know. Take Gurley. Dude, Gurley is like so frustrating. I I hate not starting off with a running back in the first two rounds, but I am not gonna pass up Devontae Adams and Juju here. I don't blame you. I mean, to me, like, let's talk about the Gurley thing, okay? Because this is a guy that you could be drawing dead if you take him. You could be in such an amazing spot. The The range of outcomes for Todd Gurley is just through the freaking roof. Grant, I want to hear what you have to say about Gurley. So it's interesting from like what I've read and what I've heard, it sounds like he's going to be a lot better in the playoffs with best ball. Like if they're kind of in the race, if they're going for the first seed, they're going to, I'm taking Todd Gurley, F it. <laughs> I don't really care. Uh, yeah, so – Potentially, if you make the playoffs and you have Gurley, you could be in a huge like advantage to everyone else because Gurley, he's probably going to get bigger workload later on the season. They're going to probably rest him up a little bit towards the beginning. Honestly, like who knows what's going to happen, and he could potentially just be more of a goal line guy. And with McVay's tendencies to run, like in the ten yard line, the five yard line, he can have a whole lot of touchdowns and not actually have that many carries in the beginning half of the season, and then kind of trend in the positive direction in terms of carries in terms of workload towards the end of the season so it's an interesting situation it could go he could be one of he could be rb 30 for the season 
He could be RB2 for the season. We don't really know. Anything can happen. I hate playing Todd Gurley, and I faded him entirely in best balls last year, and I didn't make money. (laughs) (laughs) I had DJ as my number one guy, and we all – we all know how that turned out. So. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, I think yeah. Gurley's interesting because he was going, you know, he was like a top four pick earlier in the year. And now he's kind of gone towards the end of the second round. And I agree with Grant. There's a big range of outcomes. And, you know, the plan that's currently leaked for him is they're going to reduce his workload um, supposedly earlier in the season. So he's fresher latest in the season and in the playoffs when it matters most for the Rams. And if you're the Rams, I think that makes sense, right? You want your theoretical best running back on the field when you're in the playoffs. Cause guess what? You're going to go back to the playoffs most likely. So I, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think that's really a risk worth taking, right? These, these fresh running backs, basically any running back that comes into the league and takes over in like week 11, week 12 becomes a superstar because the defenses are dead tired and they haven't played like a single down all season. Now I know Gurley's going to play some, but, but I think the idea of trying to keep them fresh makes some sense. And, uh, I think he was certainly overdrafted earlier, uh, you know, a month ago when these first launched. And I think he's about right right now. John, you got, you got did, any? Didn't, didn't they say, though, pretty much like it's pain tolerance for him? Yeah. They're like pretty much going to kind of go on how he feels. And and another thing I, I read, I'm pretty sure, was they're not going to have him like working out a ton. Um, so his conditioning might not be up to par, but it's just because of the pain tolerance. So that's another reason why he definitely won't like, like I don't see his snaps increasing even during the playoffs. If anything, he'll just, you know, stay at the same, I don't know, like 15 touches a game. And, uh, you know, I, I, I personally am fading him. Uh, I'm not touching him at the first or any, anywhere in the first round or, Unless I'm at the back end of the second round, I'm probably fading him. You could get like Saquon, Gurley, and yeah. like another good running back. You might not even have to take another running back the rest of the yeah. way. If you oh, I mean, I mean, if you're doing that, you better not have very many running backs because if those two guys fail, it don't matter who your backup yeah. running backs are. You're going to lose if your first yeah, you, two you round have to picks. run. There's so many people in this, right? We play DFS on a daily, you know, and we're trying to win a a 20,000 person tournament. There's almost 150,000 people in this thing. So, you know, it's, you have to go in with the expectations. It's unlikely you're going to win, but I'm going to talk about some strategies. Uh, I don't want to give away all of my picks here in a second. um, As we progress, that makes some sense to do in these formats because you're, you're, you're not going to win anyway, most likely, but you want to give yourself the best chance to win if the stars align. And I think there are some certain ways to do that. So with that in mind, does, does anyone have any ideas what I'm talking about? Um, no. I never know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, just, uh... yeah, just uh, you might as well just say it now. No, well, I, I don't have any of those guys on my roster yet. So one of the things I think is interesting in this is if you take a look through the schedules, you look in the playoff run, there's like four or five teams whose schedules week 13 through 16 just look really good right now, especially compared to a lot of other teams. And I see Crane clicking through the schedule trying to find them right now. No, no, you don't. <laughs> it's Honestly, I think – you're, you're not going to like this. I think this is one of the most overrated discussions you can have. I disagree entirely. Okay. I, I went through you it. Go, you two go at it. I got to pick here. I went okay. real hard looking into schedules last year, and 
the problem was it it actually went really well. I can't remember what the I think the Chiefs had one of the easier schedules, and the easiest running back schedule was the Titans. And I was stupid enough to go de- all in on Deion Lewis and fade Derrick Henry entirely. But congratulations, you, yeah. you look good for about two months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I was not. But I mean, looking into like there's some very clear running back spots and there's some very clear passing spots. You don't really want to get stuck with certain people in this playoff format if you're going to try and win it because there's some quarterbacks that have just a t- terrible schedule. And honestly, it's not a bad idea to kind of avoid as from what is it, the AFC West, AFC, yeah, the AFC West, like, because they're going to end up facing the Chargers, the Broncos, and um, I think a few of them end up fa- facing uh, Baltimore during that time. If I remember correctly, I haven't looked too deeply into schedules, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna. What if I told you in Week 15 the Chiefs play uh, Denver, and then Week 16 when it matters the most they have to travel to Chicago. Doesn't yep. matter. Doesn't you know matter. what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> you matter. know what? Yeah, it, it doesn't I'm with, matter. I'm with you, man. Yeah, it it really doesn't matter. Uh, personally, it, I would still take Pat Mahomes in that matchup. I didn't take him in DFS. I'd take him like. When you're talking about the best quarterback on the board, I don't think it matters. Like defense, yeah, the Bears' defense is great, but we've seen um, good quarterbacks actually. If you look at the Bears last year, mm-hmm. good quarterbacks actually were really effective against them um, when they faced like Tom Brady. Even like Brock Osweiler had a good game against them, and he's not a good quarterback at all. But like they beat up on some really bad quarterbacks if you look at them, and they actually got uh, like. Th- some pretty good games against good quarterbacks. So if you go back and look at them, it's just their defense. It's kind of, yeah, they were good, but they did give up some big games, big passing games to better quarterbacks. So I, I don't agree with that at all. I'm going right? to give, I'm, I give away kind of what I was talking about. Cause we have a strange drafter truck in 79 has gone Mahomes and luck. And then he doubled tight end um, with Kelsey and Kittle. And I like the double tight end premium. It really takes. Um, is it- that that's the rage though like everybody wants worked, to go double it tight last, it worked last year and i think it could work again but i think he overdrafted uh, so my my thing is the colts this year so the colts not only have a really good schedule the whole season they play indoors at home on week 13 they travel to tampa bay in week 14 they put they go to the superdome in new orleans week 15 and then they're back indoors uh, against the Panthers in week 16 when it all matters there's not a better fantasy schedule and I was looking to grab luck with one of like a Paris Campbell or a Doyle or something like that he got a little overdrafted but uh, I'm trying I like the cold stack because it- it's really hard to correlate in these and if you can you know when we play NFL DFS what's all the rage correlation baseball why do we stack because it's correlated you can do something like that in these. And I did a podcast with Davis Maddock uh, on Roto Experts. I talked about that. And uh, the, the Colts are definitely a team, if you're playing the championship, that I think it's it's sort of worth trying to go out of the way to stack. Don't reach on every guy. But if you got to take luck around early or Hilton, or, you know, you can go Hilton luck pretty easily. You can get Ebron. You can make things like that work. Okay, so here's my counterpoint, that, and I understand that we know there are going to be some defenses that are terrible, like the Buccaneers. They're going to be they're going to stink. 
we don't know what defenses are going to bet. This is this is it's a fluid situation every single year. There are defenses that we say, "Wow, they're a lot better than we thought," or "Wow, they're a lot worse than we thought." To me, you're trying to split hairs a little bit and maybe find an edge that's more variance than anything else. I see. It's not just bad defenses. It's looking at good spots where you're going to be going up against yeah. a team that's going in, to be high score. Imagine in the winter, Colts indoors, indoors at Tampa. No, I, indoors. Yeah, no, I see. I, I understand your point. I'm just saying that I think people, it's it swung a little bit too far for people caring about schedules where I think that people would be better served just taking, you know, not going out of their way to try and get the best schedule. I would rather take the better player. I tend to agree with that, but I think there is, if I'm playing the normal 12 man, right? Not the championship. I'm just taking the good players. You're only beating 12 people in that. You can pick the best players and win that. Okay. Trying to beat 160,000 people. I think you got to get a little weird. I, I think though that <laughs> that's is, why we've got Grant on the show. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I think get that's it. more towards the quarterbacks though at the bottom than it would be like the top guys. Wouldn't you? Like, I, I think that, I, that, I like that, that too. Yeah, like more for them. Yeah, if you could get like Stafford with Marvin Jones and Galladay or something like that, right? Like, and Stafford doesn't cost you a lot. I like I like trying to do something like that. Uh, I don't think you're really reaching for luck, and I really like his schedule, so that's why I brought him up. But yeah, I like if you can do it cheap, right? Like, if you can get Josh Allen with Zay Jones and and Robert Foster, it doesn't cost you anything. I mean, it, co- it costs you 25 bucks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Oh, man. Now, do you guys, do you guys, when you're drafting, because, I mean, we all probably are going to draft a ton of these uh, best balls, but when you guys do it, do you guys, like, differentiate from what the optimal pick is most times, like, to get weird? Because you you talk about, like, being different and beating so many people like for me it's like I'll look at a situation and be like okay this is where most people go especially in the top three picks like Mm -hmm. and get weird there because I feel like people in the top three don't don't get different when they're drafting multiple drafts they'll they'll get different like towards the bottom where like I have a thing where I try and be a little different at the top like I took Nick Chubb in the second round I don't think a lot of people might do that um, I took Julio Jones over Michael Thomas. I took Julio Jones over Odell Beckham. I took him over Juju. Um, the only guy I wasn't going to take him over was Adams, but Adams was. Oh, I, I had him. I had, first round. I had Adams. Right, I, I right. Made, that's what I I'm made, saying. I made a horrible mistake. I mean, the thing is, you're just trying to be drastically different from other people. Your lineup's guaranteed to be drastically different. The last half of the, right. the last half of the draft is already going to be different for almost every single person. Yeah. Very few people are going to find that all the way when through. When you advance your teams, the teams are going to start to look more similar. It's going to have the fifth round running back that ends up as an RB one. It's going to have the eleventh round receiver that ends up being a, a top twenty wide receiver. Those are going to that's going to be what gets people, you know, into you know the weeks fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. So in those weeks, you're probably going to have those guys. But I think the key is to set you know, try to set your lineup up with some form of correlation in there because as much as we all think we're going to win this, it's it's very, very tough to kind of advance. I don't think it's tough to advance in the first round, but it's very tough to try to, to win this thing, just the sheer numbers game in it. So just try to set yourself self up with 
some form of a correlation or some form of, I know it's really tough to kind of look at schedules, but um, it's tough to beat that cold schedule. I talked about trying to do something different that way, John, instead of just picking players all around early to be different. I think that's a surefire. You know, yeah. Asking what your theory is on that. Go I wasn't, it. I wasn't like a jab at you that I, I like Nick Chubb, right? I think that was a fine thing. I'm just saying, and don't get weird. Well, Everyone's getting, everyone's going to target Odell, like everyone's in that offense. Like everyone wants Odell. Like to me, Dub is the one that benefits them. I think benefits the most from Odell. Like until Kareem Hunt comes up. Well, no, not really. You think Kareem Hunt's going to take over? I think it's going to be a split bet. I don't think you're going to get Kareem Hunt. You're getting week 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. You're getting six weeks in the best ball championship of Kareem Hunt. He is a worthless bet. Yeah, I, I think it is. I mean, at the right price, he would be a fine pick. But, I mean, we're talking about a guy who's going in the eighth round right now. That's insane. Yeah. Like, can we just talk about why in the hell people are drafting Kareem Bleeping Hunt, who's suspended for half the year? And, by the way, it's not as if it's guaranteed that he's going to come in midway through the year and be the greatest player ever. I, it's crazy to me that he is being drafted where he is. And I it, I, I mean, look, maybe he comes in and lights the world on fire. And maybe, you know, John, you were talking about having a guy that can just absolutely crush it for you once the playoffs roll around. That's a little bit different. I guess that's one way to do it. But it's going to be diff- really difficult to make the playoffs if your eighth-round pick isn't showing up until a month before. Week 11 is when you get Kareem Hunt. That's just that, that oh, he is he, he's the, their bye. Oh, no, their bye is week nine. So, yeah, week 10. But it's just they still have Duke Johnson. They, you know, the, Nick Chubb's the the guy in that offense. If you're if you're playing on getting Kareem Hunt, what you're really playing on is Nick Chubb to get an injury prior to Week yeah. Nine. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, when you're looking at a strategy like that, where you're looking at a zero running back strategy, you're not wanting to spend the eighth round, you know, an eighth round pick on a guy like that. You know, I'm finding a lot of my zero RB candidates, you know, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth. I think there are a lot of really good candidates in that area. Um, you know, Grant, you actually just grabbed one, Latavius Murray, who I think obviously he's going before that, but his role is solidified for 16 weeks unless he gets a boo-boo. So to me, I think you made a really good pick there. With yeah, that wasn't me, by the way. Oh, well, never mind. You suck. <laughs> oh, that was the guy before you. Whoever did it before you, bravo. He did it after me. After, well, that's it. even worse. You should have taken him. I already have Gurley. I already have, I already have three set running backs. I have to go right. find some good wide receivers. So... You can get good uh, – people always talk zero running back, and I think you can make it work, but I like <clears> – I think I like to modify zero running back, especially if you get one of those top four or five picks is you, you take one of those almost guaranteed running backs because if if you pick them and they, they fail anyway, you're going to lose. So you can, you know, anchor your roster with one of the top five running backs, probably only pick – three or four running backs, maybe probably four instead of five or six. And then you just load up at the, the bingo variance position at wide receiver. And tight end. You know, I'm going to do something a little bit weird here and it's not something I've done in a lot of drafts. Quick. I already did. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Carson Wentz. Yeah. I mean, I've got my second quarterback, which I don't love taking two quarterbacks this early, but I'm certainly not going to be taking any more after this. And I don't love this round. You know, I, I thought about taking Jordan Howard here, but he's so, and they got like 17 running backs up there in Philly. Like, I just can't get excited. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't Howard. take Jordan Howard. Don't take him yeah. with your next pick. 
<laughs> I mean, look, if he falls to me again, I might have to do it because. No, you shouldn't do that. I, I would definitely take. I'm Brees. kind of on the zero always use more, right now. Okay. You know, Eckler's right there. Eckler's right there. Take Eckler. He's probably going to take over for Melvin Gordon halfway through the season. We got a couple of questions. We got one in chat and really? one, and one from YouTube. Yeah, people are watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We got, a, we got a couple. Anyone have thoughts on Antonio Brown with the Raiders? Like, you know, he's he's been a, a you know, a wide receiver one for as long as we can remember here. I I don't really expect him to fall off too much and I think he's it's it's hard to say where he's getting dra- he's not getting overdrafted but he's not re- if he if anything he's getting underdrafted but just like a spot or two I think his ADP is pretty good I'm expecting him to have, I mean he's AB he's been the best receiver in the league for as as long as pretty much anyone can remember right now um I mean I, I think that AB is is still a great uh value if he's getting you know drafted at that spot but you just have to think about like they lost Jared cook. Like they obviously Cooper's gone. They're going to be targeting him a ton. Like it doesn't matter. He got targeted a ton, you know, in Pittsburgh and he was getting double coverage and bracket coverage all the time. Like it doesn't matter. They're going to get him the football. They're going to find ways to get him in space in the ball. So I, I I like him still. When hard knock starts too, his ADP is going to go up like a spot or two. (laughs) Make sure you do that. Anyone else have AB thoughts? You know, I'm surprised that, he's a kind of an afterthought. I mean, that's essentially what's happened with Antonio Brown, right? He's somebody that last year we were thrilled to take him with the fifth or sixth overall pick. And this year, just because he went through the Raiders, a team that should in all likelihood be behind in a lot of games during the season, he's going to get a ton of targets over there. Do you think they're going to give up what they gave up? Who else are they going to throw the ball to? Tyrell Williams? Is Tyrell Williams suddenly going to become uh, you know, get 200 targets. I don't think so. So what me, happened? What happened when uh, Keenan Allen went down that one year with Tyrell Williams? I mean, I picked him every wrong week and lost money. Um, oh. No, I, I like Tyrell. Don't get me wrong. He is a deep sleeper for me in all formats this year. But when I'm looking at a guy like Antonio Brown, the targets are going to be there. Derek Carr, I think he's a better quarterback than other people do. And he's, I just don't understand why he's going so late. I, I mean, look, I like Odell. There are a lot of mouths to feed up in Cleveland right now. You're going to have Nick Chubb. You're going to have Jarvis Landry, Odell, Kareem Hunt wants it, wants it rolls back. Damian, um, I mean, there are just so many different guys there up in Cleveland that you have to feed. In Oakland, you got to feed one guy. And I think uh, you can make a case for taking Antonio Brown over Odell Beckham. Uh, a couple other questions. Uh, anyone have thoughts on Geis? He's been a player I've been avoided. That offense is, you could paint me a picture and tell me anybody, any skill position player is like the best player on that team. And I would, I, I could, you could tell me Adrian Peterson has a big year. You can tell me Jordan Reed has a good year. You can tell me one of the millions of wide receivers they have has a good year. You can tell me Haskins has a good year. You tell me Haskins has a bad year. You can tell me any of the running backs have a bad year. It's a very – like, I have no clue what Washington's going to do. Geis, I think, is being appropriately drafted, but it's still he, – he's not going to catch the ball. They still have Chris Thompson. They still have Adrian Peterson, and Adrian Peterson's not going to give up that spot. Uh, I I don't think I have many Geis shares at all in, in the 100-plus drafts I've done. I mean, is Geis young enough to where we have to worry about Adrian Peterson hitting him? I don't think so. Okay, good. <laughs> not yet. I mean, it could have. Yeah, I see what you did there. Hmm. Yeah, I you know the thing with guys like I don't know, I've got him in a few drafts, but it's just kind of a dart throw for me. You know, look, he's got all the talent. He was supposed to be the guy in Washington before he got injured, and now it's just like 
I don't know. Like you said, a lot of mouths to feed up there. And are they really going to be in a lot of games where they're running the ball 20 times? I'm not sure about that with Chris Thompson, Adrian Peterson. I guys is fine, but he's not somebody that I'm like falling over myself to draft. The guy from there, I've been getting Jordan Reed quite a bit. I th- like it's always very risky, but he's Why? like, oh, he's part. If you get one of like the early tight ends, he's the perfect complement because he he can have who else? Who else is anybody established on that offense? It's Jordan Reed, and he can have some good games if he's healthy. And if I've got Travis Kelsey or Ertz or Kittle, I'll take that risk because now I can have two huge weeks from my tight ends. Um, and that's pretty interesting. I never the, knew the you, real, I, I never knew you hated money. The real question with guys is, do you see them just pushing Adrian Peterson totally aside and giving him first and second down looks the whole year uh, coming off a knee injury? Like, no, no, I don't. So that's there's, why there's I, no reason I, I for them like to it. even risk anything with guys. I think this year. Right. there's no way they're going to, and no then they got Chris Thompson, who's awesome. And will take all the third or should take all yeah. the third down you know, snap. So I don't love them. Uh, Another question that's come in, uh, Grant, I'll start with you on this one. Uh, Correct running back in San Francisco. We're playing the the lottery. Do you have one for me? Nope. Nope. It's a dart throw. And I mean, running back by committee is such a thing nowadays. They paid McKinnon such a huge amount of money. I don't know who's going to be there. I'm honestly avoiding it almost entirely. Uh, That's, that's my advice. I think mine, at least in these best balls, would. I think I'm just going to take the cheapest one and probably be Breda. Uh, I, I don't trust McKinnon to stay healthy. Uh, I don't trust Breda to stay healthy, but Breda, when he plays, he produces. And even if you get three or four spike weeks out of your running back four or five, that does it for me. Why do you, why do you not trust uh, McKinnon to stay healthy? <laughs> he's just too, he's too small no, no one likes coleman here i i, I like tevin coleman i think he's probably just a little bit overdrafted though yeah i mean look this is a team they've got like 50 running backs man like i i don't think i have any of them on any team but it doesn't matter like a running back will excel in this offense I agree. like you saw it with jeff wilson like jeff they throw jeff wilson in well, yeah, they came in your 18th round <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. But, like, Tevin Coleman, if he stays healthy, uh, I think he's the guy who uh, – I like him, even if he's getting a little overdrafted. This is the perfect offense. He fits right in. He's he, They're going to run the ball a ton. Jimmy Garoppolo will help to be him back. Like, I, I love it. I mean, these are just guys that never stay healthy. They're like, how many times are we going to go down the Jordan Reed well, the Tevin Coleman well? Like, the – you got to drag, grab Alex Smith while you're at it. You know, I mean, like, I'm just, I just can't see taking these guys and feeling good about it. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a little hard headed here, but I see guys like Jordan Reed and I see a wasted roster spot. I made the dumbest I had, I already had Adams and I had the choice between uh, Watson, Watson and Aaron Rodgers, And I panic clicked Watson instead of Rogers. And now I have Adams. I love now I have Adams and MVS, and I don't have Aaron Rodgers. I'm, I'm kind of pissed at the mistake I made. There. I fudged up. Uh, you know who's my I favorite quarterback up. in this? Uh, I, you know who's my favorite quarterback to draft in these things? Lamar Jackson? Um, no. It's, it's, it's Josh Allen. Yeah. He's, he's – uh, I, I have, like – Your Jedi so mind many, trick worked. <laughs> I have so many various shares of Lamar Jackson. Jo- who else is in this range? Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen – I've got some Jimmy Garoppolo, some yeah. Sam Darnold. Like you can't go wrong. No, all these running quarterbacks are fine. I don't think this is a year where 
we're going to see quarterbacks win or lose these things at all as I wasted two early picks on them. Um, <laughs> you know, I just look at these guys and I just think there are so many quarterbacks out there that are running now. Now we're going to add Kyler Murray to the mix. We're, you know, Carson Wentz is even going to run a little bit. Like we're just seeing these guys that are going to have not only these spike weeks, but these nice floor weeks because of the rushing ability that I'm not sure you have to fire um, for early quarterbacks this year. You know, you're talking about Josh Allen, another one of those guys that was a top five QB over the last two months last year. You talk about Lamar Jackson, somebody who, while the coach says he's not going to be running 20 times a game, good job, guys. I still think that there is a ton of value in that because he's going to get those spike weeks with the touchdowns, but also he provides a nice floor. And I don't think people care enough about floor in these things. I think it's a little bit, I don't know. I just don't think people care enough about it. And he provides that floor because of the rushing. Yeah. Any quarterback that has, uh, you know, we call it the Konami code has been kind of been around for a long time here. And what makes you think fantasy. Josh Allen doesn't have a massive ceiling every week? He does. I mean, he does have, that's run. what I mean. He's not going to run for 100, 199 yards in three consecutive weeks ever again for his entire career. Like, yeah, probably not. But honestly, just getting 70 rushing yards and a touchdown, like he can air the ball out. He's got some not as bad wide receivers as people think. That system's entirely based upon like just airing it out every time or him running. That's all it is. It's similar to what Cam Newton did his rookie season. It's probably going to be moderately similar. They're going to be just relying on him a ton. And he has no problem just rushing the ball if he can't, doesn't have a guy open. It's a really simplistic offense that goes great for fantasy production. I love Josh Allen. And John, I, I want to talk about your roster here, John, because you don't have a tight end yet. So I don't know if you want to spill the beans, but who are you looking to maybe take a little bit? Yeah, later? So actually my guy who I was about to pick was Mark Andrews and he got taken uh, yeah, two, two or three spots ahead of me. I was, I was really excited about getting him late. I think, uh, he's someone who could kind of break out uh, this year with Lamar Jackson. I think he gets a little better as a passer, um, but still that safety tight end is huge for someone like him. So, I mean, now I, I, I got to go down a little bit more and do you think, guys I'm looking at. But What do you think? Are you going to go two? I normally go two, but when, I, when I'm looking at like three, you know, when, when, I, when I don't have a tight end and I'm in your shoes, I, I just – I think I end up going three most of the time. Here. Yeah, I think I'm going to end up taking three just because of where I, you know, it, it's like that tier. You, tier one is Kelsey and, um, you know, Ertz and uh, Kittle. And then if you don't get those guys, it's like the next like three tier of like OJ Howard, Evan Ingram. And uh, I mean, I don't, I don't even know who, who else you'd really throw into that. But after that, it's kind of like for me, a crapshoot. If I'm not getting one of those five guys, I'm I'm probably just waiting a little bit, looking at Mark Andrews or someone a little lower. Yeah, there's plenty of good tight ends still left. Yeah. I, I I would tell you to start picking soon though. <laughs> I, 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 you I couldn't. I couldn't. Mark Andrews is absolutely true. I think he's going to crush it this year. The 18th round tight ends do not look pretty once you. Get I, I couldn't pass up on my two running QBs and Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. Yeah, uh, I mean that that's a. I don't I don't really think you can mess up on quarterback in a draft best ball unless you take like five of them or you take one of them. I think it's really hard to mess up. Yeah, I would agree with that. Well, I've got a guy. They're going to let it get to me too. Let's see. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Your team looks it's um, I didn't tr go into this with any sort of strategy. I, I it's, it's always tough when you're on the clock. Plus doing a show, we're probably all just doing no! it. Who takes <laughs> there? 
No, <laughs> come on. I have one guy. I was only ready to take one guy. I don't have a backup. Uh, I don't. Aren't you talking about guys who get injured all the time? Like, <laughs> hello? <laughs> all yeah, but we're talking about, oh, I got nobody. Here, let's continue with the zero running back theme when I have a good running back. That's great. Here, I'll get I'll get my like, four or five. I like good Williams. I, I like Jamal. You're going to get four or five good weeks out of him, and that's fine in the 13th round. My wide receiver core is trash, though. And this is this is honestly probably the first draft I've done with a bad wide receiver core because I've been loading up on five or six. Really, honestly good. though, there's still some wide receivers that are pretty good that you can get down here. Yeah, like, but I like I like all the cheap running backs more. <laughs> yeah, I like the cheap wide receivers over the cheap running backs. Okay, for, yeah, me too, for sure. All right, see, I, I well, I really disagree with that. I like I, there are only like one or two running backs that I even have interest in that are still on the board, whereas the running the running backs or the wide receivers, I just I mean, I see oh, one, man. two. I take like, all of them. All right, well, <laughs> Nate, you're going to like my team then, buddy, because that's what I'm doing. Uh, I'm just stuck. Normally, I have four or five running backs by now, and I only have three, and none of them are, like, amazing. There's a lot of – I don't think I'm going to end up winning this one, so I, I feel like I'm going to be donating. So i got to try to mix it up a little bit here. Let's hope um, – man. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's where we're at. We're at the man portion of the draft. I'll take Singletary. I just got to get another run. I like Singletary, man. He's one yeah. of my one of the guys that I I have a ton of exposure to. Yeah, I mean, look, look, let's face it. Shady McCoy isn't exactly going to be the bell cow in Buffalo or. Anywhere. But I drafted Shady. Oh wow, you really like? I thought, okay, yeah, good luck. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm just hoping he gets traded somewhere else where that really needs that's, a running back at least. That's, that is not the worst strategy I've ever heard. Honestly, because they can't keep him in Buffalo, right? I mean, they could. They, they should cut him and save some money, but they, they're probably – they could keep him for sure. Good uh, good for you guys, I guess, up in Buffalo. That's just like – that makes no sense. I don't know what they're doing up there. No clue. I think they have a plan, but they're not – it's like halfway executed. <laughs> Everybody has a plan to get hit in the mouth. Yeah. Oh my god! All these guys. Suck. Oh my god! Look at all these receivers. It's like heaven. This is this is receiver heaven. Who are you talking about? Oh, the whole screen. I could keep scrolling. I have like fifteen. I'm with Brett. I like <laughs> receivers. Man, I just running, running backs really got drafted. There's there's like no running backs left. See, and that's funny because. There are still some running backs on the board that I like that I'm not going to be able to There's a couple, but you need some things to happen for those guys to be relevant, which I got to be honest, right? Like whoever wins this thing, some things are going to happen where guys that were really relevant yeah. end up becoming very relevant. And whoever just took Mike Gusecki, he's one of those 18th round tight ends that is usually still available, and you did not need to take him in the – No, he, he's start. I, I did one just before. He's like creeping up into the 15th and 16th rounds now. So I think 14 probably a little early, but this guy's not going to pick again for another full or like round and a half or two rounds. That's uh, – I think that's that's fine. Yeah, but he can go get Jordan Reed. Brandon, I'm getting your Jordan Reed. Yeah, I don't mind Reed. There tight ends, you know, we start talking about tight ends, John, and now they're all gone. So like yep. now you're now there's not too many left. JSC, <laughs> yeah. you better Thanks, hope that Jordan Reed stays healthy, man. <laughs> hey, if you get 16 games out of Jordan Reed. Listen, I, I like TJ Hawkinson from uh Detroit. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't mind him. He's uh, you know, Stafford's oh Stafford's crap, it's my healthy. turn to pick. Oh, Brett's so screwed right Isabella. now. Isabella. Oh, okay. I'm sure you wanted okay. Isabella to pair with Murray sure. a little bit. Right, John? I, well, I, I do like him a, g- a good bit. Yeah. yeah. 
Another offense where there are a lot of mouths to feed under the radar. Yeah, but th- there's a lot of passes to go around. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, what? for sure. Arizona? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, I don't know. Kyler Murray's going to spread that. They're going to spread that ball all over the place. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I, I get it. I'm, I'm not saying I would it's imagine they're, they're top five in pass attempts on the year when I'm talking about them. Oh, come on. Get to me, baby. Come on, man. What do you want? Was it this guy? No, he probably wants Duke. Yep. I want Debo. Oh, yeah. I like Debo, too. Yeah, Debo Samuel. He's going to, I mean, he might be the wide receiver one for San Francisco. There's a lot of, I, I like quite a few guys on this board. Okay. Well, I mean, if you want another Arizona wideout, Arkeem Butler's still there. He's Kyler Murray's roommate. You got to play him, right? Is anybody in for that narrative? I, I wasn't aware of that, but now that's. Yeah. Not- <laughs> It's like the shower narrative. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about all that, buddy. That's on you, man. You do, you do, you though. All right. Let's take a look at Grant's team. Grant, we're we're getting down to the end here. Uh, what do you think of your team? Any changes you would have made? Who are you looking to close out at? Uh, I don't think it, the only problem I have with my team is drafting Ben when I could have gotten a decent wide receiver at the time and just waited for Josh Allen. Uh, kind of panic pick there. I, I have no problem. With I, that. Like I, mean, your, I like your team. It looks it's I think you're you just stay at running back and you pound tight end and wide receiver the rest of the way. Yeah, that's my plan. I don't have a single running back on my board. I'm happy with what I've got. If McCoy actually does something, then I'm good. But all of them have huge upside. I have my bye weeks pretty well set up all the way through. You're, where on, I don't the clock, have... but you're on the clock, by the way, if you didn't know. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> Look at you being kind. <laughs> Humphreys, guys, why don't why is he Humphreys going so late? I think the ceiling might not be there, but I, the I don't think he's in an offense. That, I don't think he fits your roster because your roster is loaded <laughs> at wide receiver, and you don't you don't need an ad of Humphreys on yours. So Humphreys can take the ball to the house at any given time. He is a possession wide receiver, but the guy has a bunch of speed. He's in an offense that kind of just tries to be incredibly efficient there's a reason why Mariota was one of the top guys in terms of completion percentage last year yes they're going to be hammering the ball a bit but anytime they're down he's going to get a ton of receptions everyone says that oh he's not a huge upside guy because he's mostly possession wide receiver but that was just the offense that was it he had Deshaun Jackson or not Deshaun Jackson Jackson, who could go deep he's had also Mike Evans who's just going to go deep and catch the ball and that's it uh evans was the guy that caught it in the red zone almost every single time he had oj howard who could stretch deep like he's in a completely different offense with not a whole lot of great wide receivers and Mariota, it's not the most talented uh qb in the world he's gonna get a ton of targets the entire season and i'm getting him in the 15th round that's ridiculous considering the guy like has upside and he has four in almost every single game if they use him right in this offense sure <laughs> Good. That's the Good longest those, Adam Humphrey's running back. That's true. <laughs> Adam Humphrey's mom hasn't talked about him that much in years. Adam Humphrey's has won me so much money in DFS. Well, that was when he was that's on Tampa a, and they threw the ball a lot. Yeah, yeah they this is not a good offense for him. This is not a good offense for him volume wise, though. It's like, and they Why? have a Brown who's better. Brown is just better. Brown, I think Brown's going to be better than Corey Davis. Like Corey, Corey Davis is in the trash heap. I have no yeah. Corey Davis shares. I mean, I think AJ. I mean, uh, yeah, Adam Humphreys is the third wide receiver, and yeah. a team that doesn't pass the ball a lot. Are we? So are, we not including, uh, are we including Deion Lewis there? So he's really the fourth wide receiver. <laughs> Delaney, <laughs> yeah. Delaney Walker's back this year for you know a couple games. 
He'll be the so Adam Humphries is the fifth wide receiver. He can't even move. I don't know how he gets open. It's funny because I'm not yeah, Antonio Gates couldn't move, still can't move. It, it, it work for him. Work for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another one. These I can't believe you like these wide receivers, Brett. These guys are trash. Well, I got the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got Albert Wilson and Andy Isabella. I think Andy is Andy and Isabella, man. It's just like I don't. I just don't get excited about him. And I know that in the 14th round, you don't have to get excited about people. But I just see a guy, man, that is. I'm not doing backflips over. He's, in, a, he's a home run hitter. He has the speed, and I, they're they're just gonna they're gonna pass the ball so much that I'm not really too worried about it. And you get okay. him that late, and their defense is gonna be atrocious. They're just gonna be passing over and over and over again. They're gonna be up tempo, and he's just he's just gonna get his on volume, not even regardless of his skill set. Which is good. We go back to Crane doing a backflip. I'd like to see that. It's true. I can do it. You can do a backflip. You can do a backflip. No. What are you? T- no. Of course <laughs> no. I was joking. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I can do a backflip. Are you kidding me? That's what I was gonna say. Oh, I'm on the clock again. I better pick here. Right. <laughs> we weren't gonna tell you. We were just gonna let her. You appreciate you doing that for Graham, but we were just gonna let you uh, run it out. All right, I'm gonna take uh, my Reichwell Armstead. Get my, get my. I hand. love, I love Reichwell Armstead. Well, here's the thing: is I also have Leonard Fournette, so it's pretty stupid because they're neither one is gonna end up having a good game together. But uh, I'm, I got a little bit of insurance. I got. I love Reichwell. He, he might be him and one other guy who I will probably take in a couple rounds are probably my two highest stone late round guys. Like, I love Reichel Armstead this year. It's Leonard Fournette, who one sucks and two always gets hurt. Like, I, I'm going to take his backup every time I took TJ Yeldon in these last year. That worked out fine. And, um, you know, you remember how I made fun of the Tennessee wide receivers? AJ Brown, baby. Best one, best one on the team. I mean, I mean, he's got upside. And again, my wide receiver core kind of blows. So. I'm just taking. I'm just throwing darts at this point. I've got. I've got two I've other. Got a, I've got two. I'll ah, Grex took one of my other guys. Yeah, I'll, I'll spill the beans on one of my favorite late round targets because I'm going to pick them on my next pick for sure. Okay. <clears throat> Here, I'll just throw another crappy wide receiver there. I'll take John Ross. Why the hell not? Another guy who is way overhyped last that, year. That forty was way overdrafted. I, he's it's the 17th round oh no last year he was definitely overdrafted yeah like last year everyone was talking him up in like the mini camps and stuff and he was just starting to get way overdrafted i mean Devonte parker went like the 13th round here guys i mean we've never seen that before i mean no i'm just i'm over Devonte parker like whatever if, if he beats me this year way to go buddy congratulations you finally did it too okay i'm, I'm just loading up my my little draft board right now because I might end up meeting somebody else. And... I have no chance to win this, by the way. So I have donated my $25 to the prize pool. I, I, I think I just drafted the winning best ball lineup. Your I'm just team, not even going to do I like, it. I like your team, Grant. I think you did a pretty good job. All right. well, I only I've been have... preparing for this draft for minutes. For minutes. <laughs> I did a couple right before the show. I did not. But that would require been... me to wake up early. I was not going to do well, that. Yeah, you're on the West Coast. I've been up for a long time. Wake up early. What's early? All right, trucking. Oh, yeah. John, don't take up my guy trucking. He's early? gonna, he's gonna take my guy. So let's see. Oh, is he timed um, out? Maybe he timed out. 
Don't take my All guy. Right, took, so uh, I'm going to take our Sega white side, who's kind of like uh, in this high-powered okay. high powered offense, injury back up to three different guys, plus he's going to get his red zone looks anyway. That's you – like instead of taking the Trey Quinns who – We'll give you a couple of catches every week. There's just no ceiling on these guys in the late round. And I want the guys with the ceiling in the late rounds because I'm going to need them to hit in order to win. And Trey, Trey Quinn's just not going to win me a best ball championship. No, you know, you're <laughs> not winning it with Trey Quinn. Like, no, 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 you're not. Oh, God. I've got, I've only got three guys on. Ah, there you go. JSU just took the guy I really wanted. Yeah, I figured Edmonds was probably He's, Chase Edmonds is my highest owned uh, draft guy. You've been reading those Roto World blurbs the past couple. I I have not. <laughs> Are they high on Chase Edmonds? I'm serious. Well, the coach said we're going to find ways to use them. I mean, the ways to use it is if David Johnson gets hurt. Yeah, like that's when you use Chase Edmonds. But that's I think that I think that's how you end up winning one of these, right? Is you get the backup running back as soon as if Leonard Fournette goes yeah, down. No, of course, and, and you know that's why I like. That's why I like taking though the all these stud wide receivers early and just rolling the dice on you know six or seven shitty running backs. That way I can say, all right, if one or two of them hit, I am absolutely golden. Nick Chubb was one of those guys last year. Um, you know, a lot of people took James Conner in that exact same role last year, and it would James. I mean, James Conner was I think the most consistent league winner in all of yeah, Connor Kelsey and McCaffrey and Mahomes are the guys. Yep. yep. If you had two of those guys, you you won. Yeah. Didn't really so, matter what else you did. Yeah. I mean these guys just suck. I'm gonna close out. So I'm gonna take another kind of injury replacement on a high powered offense is Josh Reynolds. You know, cups a little I think that's I think that's a good pick. I like Josh. Uh, it just it gives you the ability to have big weeks from your last pick, but you know an injury has to happen. But I'm not expecting these late round picks to really matter anyway. So uh, I'm just going to take the upside guys. That's fair. An analysis. All right. Oh, there went Randall Cobb. I actually do like Randall Cobb this year. Like I, I question the upside, unfortunately, and like mm-hmm. these, but I think he's fine. I think Randall Cobb's going to get some looks in that Dallas offense, and nobody else is there to catch passes outside of Amari. Unless you think Jason Witten coming back is a real thing. I, lo- I love Gallup. Gallup is he's one of my bigger... Michael Gallup. Oh, God. Are we oh, just... Uh, it's just uh, that's, one of those, like, that's one of those DFS like plays. Not a not season long. I can't do Michael Gallup. Oh, best, no, best ball is the perfect time to get Michael Gallup. Uh, no. You never have to actually roster him. He, he just gets uh, five <laughs> or six spike weeks. I just want that five one. Five or six? You oh, think yeah. five or six? Two. <laughs> oh, no. I'll take the under on five or six He's going to catch at least five. I'm with Crane. I'll take the under. He's going to drop a couple of 50-yard touchdowns. <laughs> that's for sure. What will what, be greater, his spike weeks or his drop touchdowns? Spike weeks. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Aaron Rodgers' favorite player. Let's go, Jake Kumaro. Yep. <laughs> ah, there you go. Is it, it Kumaro? Yeah, yeah. It like this. I like that. Right, the high-powered offense wild card, where if it hits, not a lot of other people in the tournament will have them, and you're you're gonna get massive upside if it does hit. Yeah, so, when I when the Packers have clinched the uh, playoffs two games before 
the or two game, you know, week fourteen. I'm going to get Kumaro week team to win all the money. Kumaro to Kaiser. I should have taken Kaiser. Is Kaiser still the backup there. That, that's going to really lower if Kaiser still the backup there. He can't hit anything. Uh, he's just going to close his eyes and throw up. Yeah, Austin knows. He's like Kumaro. Hey, he knows what's going on. All right, guys, we had fun on this show. If you want to play in the best ball championship, it's 25 bucks to enter it. At some point, I saw on the Roto-Grinders forums, they're going to have a, uh, I think they're going to have a higher buy-in one, and then they're also going to do like a mini one, sort of around the $5 level. Um, so if the 25, you know, that can be a lot for a DFS entry or anything like that. So if you are uh, hoping for a smaller one, I do believe they're going to do it at some point. It's not going to be a $3.5 million prize pool. So just know that it's it's not going to be a million dollars. It's not going to be a million to first. It's probably going to be a little smaller, but uh, they, they're going to have them for a variety of buy-ins. And these things fill. If you jump in one, you probably don't have to wait more than 10 minutes for it. No. Even if you're the first one in it. So there, there's a, a big player base and uh, they fill really quick. So if you want a chance at a million for 25 bucks, 25 to a million. Sounds and pretty get, good. And you get the whole season as a sweat. Yeah, That's the can, fun one. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun little thing. If you've never played on draft, uh, I think promo code grinders uh, on your first deposit will get you like a $3 ticket to mess around in some of the other games. You can play a 12-man best ball with that as practice before you kind of jump into the big boy games on the 25. Um, but it's a fun format. I've been playing these best balls um, basically since the Super Bowl ended because I, I have a serious problem. Um, <laughs> but, but, but I love these things. <laughs> And uh, if you guys have any questions at any time, slide into the DMs on Roto Grinders or Twitter, and uh, I'll try to get you pointed in the right direction. So uh, I think that's going to do it. Any, anyone have any final thoughts? I think uh, I looked really quick. I think Grant probably is the best team of all of those guys. Yeah, I've been sandbagging you guys. I, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, so, so, so Grant is uh, – Grant. that means – but Grant, when your team looks good on paper, you know what that means? You're always – you almost always finish last in these things. So. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Uh, that's going to do it. Thanks to Draft for sponsoring the show. Thanks to you guys uh, for asking us some questions and watching. And uh, have a good day out there. Don't forget to tune in later. We're going to have a baseball show, uh, baseball slate tonight. And have fun out there. Uh, for Grant, for John, and for Crane, I'm Britt. Thanks for watching. We'll be out. Jazz hands.